Hey, church family, welcome back. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the Church Life Podcast. I hope that this is encouraging for you as you mobilize for your week on mission. My guest today is an old friend of mine and a dear friend of mine. Uh, I've got Nathan Taylor, who is currently the college pastor um, and missions pastor at First Baptist Church in Starville, Mississippi, up in God's country, where uh, Nathan and I were in school together at Mississippi State and have been friends now for nearly 25 years. And you've been a great encouragement to me, Nathan. So thanks for being on the podcast today. I appreciate the opportunity. It's yeah. my very first podcast opportunity. I'm glad to be here with you. Oh, well, fantastic. So I hope that we're contributing to uh, your life journey then, letting you be on the first, first podcast for you. But you're certainly making our church family better today. Um, Nathan's been around Carterville and lots of Carterville folks for years. I know I've had several of our college students, um, I'm thinking of Seth Rhodes right off the top of my head and several others who have gone to Starkville to Mississippi State uh, for a season of their life and have been ministered to in the First Baptist Church congregation. So here, I'll make a standing offer, okay? So any Carterville kids um, that God calls eventually to go to Mississippi State, how about a free lunch with Nathan Taylor? Absolutely. And uh, we've cashed in on that many times. But just know, if you're from Carterville and you're in Starville, Nathan Taylor will pick you up for lunch one day. Anytime. I would love that. All right. Well, Nathan, thanks for being on the podcast today. And um, I know that over the, just walking through life with you guys, with you and your wife, Ashley, for years, I mean, Lindsay and I were, were able to be present for your wedding. We've been at, you guys have been a huge encouragement to us. I mean, this is a treasured friendship for the Skipper family. Um, but part of your life journey uh, has been how the Lord's blessed your household by adopting your daughter, Lainey, who is a precious, I mean, amazing young girl. She's the cutest thing ever. Awesome. Well, I thank you for being on the podcast today while we want to address um, issues around orphan care and adoption. For a lot of folks in our church family, we're very sensitive to the fact that you know the second Sunday of November um, is orphan awareness for us. Um, the month of November is adoption awareness, and God has used your journey to speak into that. And I just want to thank you for being able to serve our church family for that. Glad to. Thanks. So will you share a little bit, Nathan, about the journey that you and Ashley have walked in regard to, um, to adoption and, and orphan care? So when we had been married three or four years, we had moved to Starkville to open our little restaurant and uh, we decided, hey, it's about time to, to start trying to uh, have our 2.5 kids like all Americans. <laughs> the American dream, baby. That's right. And uh, went through and all of a sudden, like as months went by, we were realizing, okay, this is a little harder than we expected. Right. And uh, then some reality started hitting of, hey, maybe this infertility thing is gonna affect us and sure enough, I mean, for the past uh, 13, 14 years, that's that's been a, a struggle that we've journeyed through. And um, we looked through some corrective actions, um, just taking some medication, different hormones here and there, and nothing seemed to work. Ashley had a little uh, procedure done, um, that didn't work. And so there was a, uh, as the, the reality hit of that's the road that we're on, um, I would say things got a little more bleak, at least with me, about, okay, I don't know that we're ever actually gonna have kids of our own, so we'll just have our 200 college students that we minister to, and we'll just call them kids. So, so um, Nathan, the journey that you guys have been on, there's a lot of overlap with several families at Carterville and lots of other families um, that that my life is bound up with. And so your story is extremely important to me because um, uh, uh, there are a lot of people that feel this and feel very alone 
and there's nobody, nobody's talking about this, nobody's speaking into their life. And so my brothers and sisters who are suffering um, in the emotional roller coaster of infertility, like nobody, nobody's giving them good counsel. Nobody's speaking in their life and giving them hope. But just listening to you, thinking about the doctor visits and all the money that they're spending and um, just the emotional roller coaster that they're on, gosh, that sounds so familiar. And so, um, how'd you feel during that season, like emotionally and spiritually? Where were where were you guys? Absolutely, it's an emotional roller coaster, uh, a monthly one. Um, as uh, you try something, you uh, plan on uh, plan around ovulation and all these things, and you you hope that this is the month, and you work around those things, and then it's just another another failure, so to speak. So it's a total emotional roller coaster that someone who doesn't experience this, right probably doesn't appreciate how frustrating and uh, tiresome it is yep. and uh, what, a, what a tax it is on um, your relationship with, with your, with your uh, wife or, uh, or husband. So uh, that's really frustrating and uh, really uh, um, weighty, so to speak. How was your prayers? I mean, did, did, did you ever feel like your prayers were just hitting the ceiling and bouncing back down? Uh, I felt... I felt like our prayers started out really selfish. <laughs> okay. So it's just like God, give, God give us a, a kid, <laughs> right? And then uh, it transitions. Like God um, changed our hearts, and Ashley tells us a lot better just from the the uh, the woman's perspective. But um, essentially, God taught us that whether we had 18 kids in our house or we never had our own child that that was not uh, a point of completion for right. us, that we could live a, a wonderful life serving him uh, and never have a kid. But it was still our desire. Hey, we'd love to, love to have children in our home. But um, we kind of came around over, this is not like from one month to the next, this is from uh, over the course of two years, just realizing that um, a child is not gonna complete our family. Well, and I bet that's a big. Uh, because I think we place so much value on uh, on our children, you know, in our culture, especially uh, where I minister in Petal, Mississippi. I mean, we have a we have a culture that's built around um, essentially our children and our schools. Um, I, th- I think that when when you're struggling in that area, I don't know. I've, I've just I've watched you know the the sorrow set in or grief set in and you know we Lindsay and I as our Sunday school class you know, we have a young adult Sunday school class and all over our church I care about all our per- and, you, and you know who I am I mean I man I love our people and I I'm gosh it's a gift and a plague that I'm constantly walking around you know looking at everybody's face and feeling what they feel you know and I want to save the world and I want to help it you know I mean I, and I know that's not my role but um but just for me to watch one family celebrate and say, hey, guys, we want to tell everybody that we, we just found out we're, we're pregnant again. And, you know, before I can feel joy, like, oh, good for you, I'm immediately worried and hurting. And I'm thinking, oh, but my brothers and sisters over here, yeah. uh, this is one more letdown for them. Yeah. You know, and just um, to watch people walk in those shoes. Was that your journey? That, did you guys feel that? For sure. Um, I mean, we would have, uh, as Ashley needs to process things verbally so right. she would uh, we had a friend um, Landon Dowden who of course you know yeah I know uh, Landon and he basically said uh, we heard him uh, preach at uh, Mississippi State BSU one time he basically said if you're not allowing the church minister 
to, to minister to you uh, and you're not sharing your struggles with the church, then you're not letting the church be the church. Wow. And so she's she had this whole infertility, uh, emotional struggle within her bottled up. And so she was super convicted and uh, wrote a nine-page letter to our Sunday school class at the time. Wow. And just kind of, here's what's going on in my life and right. here's the struggles and I'm going to dump that on you. <laughs> so she, and uh, through that, uh, two or three ladies in the in that class who were in the same boat that Ashley was in uh, said, "Hey, that's me too." Wow! <laughs> and so that just uh, that honesty and openness opened the door for her and these other ladies to to be able to kind of walk walk that journey together. So that's neat to 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 see how I mean the church can rally around um, everyone even if it's not your story. So. Well, I, and I, I, one thing I want to latch on is, the it, too, in your story, Nathan, is the value of when God's spoken to y'all's life and lets you know that, hey, listen, putting a child in this house is not the definition of completion. Mm-hmm. You know, your identity does not depend on, on when, how, or if children um, are raised in this household. Man, that's a priceless word, and I wish that I could give that you know, to people. I wish that, I wish that we could receive that. Um, okay, so in y'all's journey, uh, the, the Lord in his great wisdom, terrific story that I think you guys are going to be telling your story um, on First Baptist Startville social media throughout the month of November. So yeah. Carterville Church family, tune in to First Startville. Uh, you guys are going to be telling your journey of being able to adopt Laney, and that that's I mean that's that's a story in itself. But let me wrap up this episode of the podcast just asking you this, Nathan. All right, so knowing that um, that that lots of our sisters and brothers serving for the gospel's sake, part of the church, um, are not where you are yet. Like their story hasn't had the happy ending. You know, Laney hasn't been adopted into their family yet. Um, they're still they're still really wrestling in their prayers and in their engagement in church. What would you and Ashley, I know Ashley's not with us today, but what would you and Ashley want to say to those couples who are still where you guys were? We are very transparent um, for the most part. So all of our college students know of our struggle with infertility and a failed business and uh, failed private adoption, things like that. But I would just encourage you, whether it's to your Sunday school class or to that one trusted couple in your life, be transparent and allow um, Galatians 6 to uh, bear one another's burdens. I mean, that's what the, one of the chief functions of the church is just to, to uh, allow others into your life so that they can, uh, they can carry those burdens with you. So, Nathan, kind of a personal question, a little intimate here, if you don't mind. What do you think are the some of the factors that keep people from sharing? Like, if so, if you're struggling with, if you're in the fourth year of infertility and you're not talking to your Sunday school class about it, you're not open to a couple other believers about it. What do you think are typically some of the roadblocks that are causing that? Uh, I think there's a level of shame. Hey, um, I'm not like our other friends who have their double strollers going around the yeah. park or whatever. Um, but also. Um, I just think about, um, I don't know, that people wouldn't care uh, or people don't want to know my, or deal with my struggles, so people just keep it bottled up and that's kind of the society we live in, I, I feel like. 
Well, hey, thanks for thanks for sharing a little bit of, for for y'all's end of this. And if if I could just speak out into the mission of our church as we're trying to be the body of Jesus Christ gathered, um, man, that if you're battling with infertility um, or if you have in your past, you know, been down that journey, as as our church, but also as capital C, the church all over the Pine Belt, all over the state, man, I would encourage, like, let's bear with each other, let's carry each other's burdens, and don't allow shame or the intimacy of this issue. Um, to make you be paralyzed and all alone, like bring this to the body of Christ in the appropriate settings. You know, find, find brothers and sisters, believers who would love to to bear your burdens and share that with you. And I know that there's a there's a sense in which nobody can lift this or any anybody else's struggles. Nobody can carry this. Nobody can be Jesus for uh, for for us except Jesus Himself. But still, I I would love to see this issue um, not be such an issue that it not be an issue that is carried all by yourself all the time, and that's what I see. And so, uh, Nathan, thanks for sharing a little bit with us today, man. Um, and in y'all's journey, you know, I just I think it's awesome to watch you and actually get to to raise Laney the way that God has worked out your story. And I love to, I'd love to see how He's going to work out everybody else's story. So, any last word from the Taylor family today? Oh, I appreciate the opportunity and um, Carterville. Thanks for what you're doing in South Mississippi to to reach your community. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Nathan. I appreciate you being with us today.